Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Queer Time Podcast. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about how the recent COVID-19 pandemic, also known as coronavirus, is affecting the LGBTQ community, specifically in the terms of mental health. And afterwards, we have a little bit more of a discussion about teens' mental health with Luke Lisi, Andrew Barini, and David Rodney. All three of them go to Karma and are part of their community. So with that, let's get into the background for today's episode. In California, we're currently in shelter in place, which means only essential areas are still open. This means that some of the LGBTQ health and community centers are shutting down temporarily, while others are transitioning to more limited service as they brace for the increase of cases of COVID-19. This has led to some people in the community to worry about their mental health, especially those who may be immunocompromised, HIV positive, trans, parents of kids at home, service workers, and more. Before we get into this episode, remember that mental health hotlines are still available to call if need be and to stay inside and wash your hands until this pandemic passes over. So with that, let's get started. With the shelter in place, teens and adults alike lose resources that would have helped greatly with anxiety, gender dysphoria, depression, and possibly suicidal thoughts. Like many other places, LGBTQ centers are not allowed to let people walk in last minute, but they are still available to call. With the temporary closure of these centers, teens and adults who gain support from others at the centers lose the support they had. Some of the ways that the LGBT centers in San Mateo had offered support include drop-in hours with a case manager once a week, resources and service referrals such as housing, healthcare, and employment, educational programs and workshops, and a free store consisting of clothing, hygiene products, condoms, chest binders, and other donated items. Without these resources, the mental health of LGBTQ teens and adults might suffer. This can put more pressure than normal, especially for trans kids since they'd be misgendered and deadnamed on a daily basis. Some teens use school as an escape from their parents, especially if the parents are homophobic or transphobic. But even if a parent isn't homophobic or transphobic openly, trans teens may not be out of the closet and use a different name and pronouns with friends. However, even with these hard times, there are still ways to get help with mental health. Since most mental health hotlines and chat rooms were already remote, they're still going strong. Things like the Trevor Project have multiple crisis services available for young people, including Trevor Lifeline, Trevor Chat, Trevor Text, and Trevor Space. According to a spokesperson for Trevor Project, these services are equipped to remain uninterrupted and stay 24-7. There are also other mental health hotlines, which will be in the description if you need it. Now to do the interview. I interviewed Luke, Andrew, and David about how they get support for mental health in general and LGBT related during quarantine. All right, so let's get started. Introduce yourselves, say your name, what year you're in, and pronouns. Go. Hey boy, Luke Lisi. I am presently Layapic sophomore, him, he, other way around, but it's close enough. <laughs> Angel Barini, freshman, and she, her. David Rodney, freshman, he, they. Okay, so let's start the discussion off with a question about the LGBTQ centers that have closed down. Do you think that these centers should have stayed open for those who aren't completely safe at home? It can definitely be argued because, one, at first glance, they aren't necessary institutions. They aren't something that would be necessary, like a hospital or something like that. But they should have stayed open just from reason, like you stated. Well, they're still open. It's just that I don't think people are allowed to walk in. From what the site says, it's still open to call, so you can call them at any time and get support if you need it, but you can't go in. in. You can't walk in, yeah. Yeah. Because it is considered a non-essential essential but Uh, one other concern that i've seen is like how closeted kids have been affected 
affected because you're stuck at home. If you're stuck at home with your family and like let's say they don't know you're trans or non-binary and they use your dead name and dead pronoun, do you think that teens have an obvious avenue or way to get help for like gender dysphoria? I think it really depends. If I had focused on one and they kept repetitively calling me by my name, what would be my dead name and dead pronoun, I would be like, what if you didn't? Because you're making me go more insane than I already am due to this situation that we are in. Angel and Luke, since you guys are both cis, how do you think you can help and support people who are trans in this time? Try to respect the pronouns and be jazzy and all that. As someone that has been helped, Angel has been an extreme help. And I've been able to vent a lot of things to Anja. And yeah, I'm very thankful. So I'm pretty sure you guys know, but at Cromont, we have we have the SOS program, which has its own LGBT section. Do you guys know how you would get help from the SOS program? No. Uh, yeah, me neither. I've never like, been there. I've only been there with you, Mickey. So Busta actually has her phone number open, so you could just text her or call her for any Cormont students, and okay. I'm pretty sure she can help out with that. There's also things like Trevor Project, and those have multiple... Oh yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. I personally haven't tried it. It's supposed to be a safe space just to talk for LGBT people. The services are equipped to remain uninterrupted and stay 24-7. Just having these resources open will help teens who are struggling through hard times at home, whether it be with family or just with dysphoria in general. Alright, that'll be enough for today. Thank you guys! And that's all for today's episode of Queer Time Podcast. As always, if you have any questions or suggestions, either email me at queertimepodcast.gmail.com or DM the Twitter or Instagram. Remember, stay safe, wash your hands, and take care of yourself. Hope to see you next time on Scott Center. Bye!